0: Welcome to a brand new edition of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, his two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. We are broadcasting live from the HB 5 studios right here in beautiful downtown Historic Concord. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always, but before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this crazy sideshow. That's right, I'm talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you probably know him best as... The 2016's honorable mention Father of the Year The inventor of the redneck egg roll Give it up on old Mike number one It's Mojo!
1: We'll take a second here And listen to this mashup Thank you guys for joining us this week and the Southern Fry Philosophy Podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. Um, you can find us at Facebook at Southern Fried Philosophy, uh, southernfryphilosophy.com. Um You can also find us at uh, Instagram at Radio. I am now tapping my da- daughter on the shoulder to handle Instagram because she understands it. Wow. So, So we'll start seeing some pictures. Hopefully it's not outfits of tweens and stuff like that, but we'll we'll kind of go from there.
0: Like, why are all of a sudden we getting pictures of cute teen boys? Why
1: why do we have a huge following of 13 to 15-year-old demographics? I'm not exactly sure, but hey, if it works out that way, it works out They have the money,
0: evidently.
1: They got mommy and daddy's money. Mm, Exactly. Appreciate you guys listening in. We have a good show. We've Mm. got some uh, interesting topics, I believe, because it's been a spicy week here in in the old Charlotte, Queen City. So, thanks for tuning in. Here we go. Fire away, buddy.
0: Well, as I do every week, I'm going to look at you and those beautiful brown eyes. Are they brown? Blue? Uh, hazel. Hazel? Well, that's close enough. <laughs> those beautiful
1: hazel eyes. Bloodshot. <laughs> well, that's why I couldn't tell the color. That's right. Because you're bloodshot. That's right.
0: Mojo, how have you been doing?
1: You know, I, hey, I'm, two things. Yep. It's been a great week. It's been a great week. I mean, I, granted, I extens- you know there's uh, some external yep. circumstances we'll out there, but that. personally, mm-hmm been a great week mm-hmm. so um actually if you go back and listen i've made references to several episodes but um if you go back to episode one you'll kind of find out the history of me a little bit mm-hmm. but i actually received a respond back letter from my donor's family my heart transplant mm-hmm. donor's family so wow um that's huge news right yeah i think so um yeah, well i spent about two hours reading it so I'm sure between uh, my donor's family and tear staining writing it, and me tear staining, tear staining it, and by reading it, I'm sure it's been a lot. It's been an emotional already ride sure. this week. So, yeah. but uh, I'm very humbled and gra- grateful to find out a little bit about my donor and very know cool. that my donor's family's out there, and also that their uh, uh, healing process of grieving has begun. Because yeah. I mean, who, as a father, I, I I could not imagine losing. Um, one of my kids but so that was great um and yeah. i'm just i'm in the process of returning a letter because i i feel so unworthy to mm-hmm. even respond um so i'm trying to word it right but anyway i'm, I'm hoping to re- reach out and maybe um see if we can continue some kind of yeah. type of communication out there their, their desire but besides the negative <laughs> um and I, and I think we'll probably have some tie-ins here uh. but well, you know what kind of burns my biscuit? What and, burns your biscuit? And I'm getting this term from a good buddy of mine, uh, my tattoo artist. <laughs> oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> extra schmedium sized shirts. Oh, my. I
0: so, haven't seen a schmedium since sixth grade. I'm, so I'm my just telling sh- you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my shout-out my to my buddy Dave Hammond at No Regret Tattoo, so he's a good friend of mine. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm seeing this. You know, back-to-school must have just, just had, like, a sell on extra schmedium shirts. And what I mean by that is guys that, wear these shirts that are two two sizes or three Mm -hmm. sizes too small. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just don't make sense.
0: Now, I've done that before. It's only because I've lost a lot of weight, and then I gained it back, and I never went shopping again. Well,
1: the the only time I've ever done it before is when I usually try clothes, but yeah, yeah, I don't do that anymore, but extra-medium shirts, it's just not Uh appealing, and it's definitely not appealing on guys over 30. I'm just... (laughs) i don't quite understand that so
0: <laughs> so guys over 30 are wearing these, these oh yeah guns, oh yeah you know? they're,
1: they're trying to make it like the gun show or something but mm. um, yeah i just i don't quite understand that and um it's off- offensive to my uh, ocular <laughs> sensory sure. so uh yeah now, I, are I, I these guys at
0: least semi-fit or like no no it's all like, it's all body shape yeah. i
1: mean you have like i'm telling you, you have like a probably a 280 pound guy wearing a shirt that my daughter who's 13 would wear so it's uh it's a little embarrassing i now, feel i feel embarrassed for them mm,
0: now so. I, i've done the where i wore a tighter shirt so i wouldn't have to go buy the Spanx, you know and then mm. wore another shirt underneath it so it, so it kind of sucks in a little bit but
1: that, that's that's a that's a little different right I'm talking, these guys are like, busting out. like trying first to first shirt yeah and yeah. like mm-hmm. trying to i don't it's like a some type of fashion move i mm. mean I don't, I don't quite understand this. It's kind of like The skinny jean movement And then When you see The same guys Skinny jean yeah. it And oh, then muffin yeah. top it With this Extra medium shirt It's just It's not a It's not a uh, Appealing look
0: Muffin so. top Is not a good uh, Good name So when you <laughs> are called that That's not Yeah That's but, not a positive
1: yeah, These guys think They're just mm. They're like They're it Yeah They're like some Designer guru Or something I don't I don't They're trying
0: to be sharp I understand
1: Evidently so mm. How you be doing
0: Man, I'm doing good. Uh, You're right. It has been a heck of a week. Uh, But I do want to say I'm getting old. And you just said that earlier on the show that you're getting ready to plan a birthday party uh, for yourself. I'm realizing that I'm not what I used to be. I'm really not. (laughs) Oh, really? And one of the reasons I figured that out this week, I got the Pawpaw Award because I really am enjoying the pocket t shirt. Oh, Lord. The pocket on the t shirt where -hmm. I can put my phone in there and then get it out quickly and I don't have to dig through my pants. Uh, and so well, that's what
1: the belt clip is for. Oh no,
0: I'm not doing the belt clip. It,
1: you say that now. Maybe. Evidently, you probably probably said 20 years ago that you'd never wear well, a pocket t-shirt. I either. went
0: from the. I skipped the the belt clip and I went straight to the pocket tee. Mm. It's so so easy. To get in and out. So I was walking through uh, Lowe's, of course, trying to find some stuff, and I saw Pawpaw whip it out of, well, the, the phone, out of his pocket <laughs> tea, to be clear. <laughs> right. And then I realized, oh, hey, I've got mine in my pocket tee, and I'm looking old. So, so you can,
1: yeah, you couldn't even make fun of them. No.
0: And then so it, needing glasses, you wear glasses, I wear glasses. Mm-hmm. It's not like anymore where it would be nice to be able to see better now it's like i have to uh-huh. be able to see uh-huh. so obviously needing glasses i went downstairs without the glasses and like crap i can't work without yeah. them so i have to haul up butt back upstairs to do that and then bending over so uh i saw a penny uh when i was a kid i would pick it up sure uh i saw a nickel the other day nope and realized like what is my minimum that i would <laughs> bend over to pick something up and realize it's probably about a $5, $5 spot there. <laughs> I wouldn't bend over for That was less a Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: I'm not doing that. I'm not risking that.
0: And the last uh, way I know I'm getting old is sometimes I'll fall asleep and realize I hope I don't get hurt. When I wake up in the morning, like when you mm. wake up and you're like, how did,
1: how did I just... You're violently sleeping. <laughs> How's my
0: back hurting so much? Right. Or how did I twist an ankle while I'm sleeping? Yeah. This makes no sense.
1: You have to call on the trainer to come stretch it out?
0: Yeah. yeah. Or like in the middle of the night, I get cramps. So I'm like, how... Like, you know, leg cramps or calf cramps. Like, how is this happening? I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I could I could, I could totally see that.
0: It's, it's getting
1: old. Well, I'm telling you the... Uh- this, the signs of me getting old. I mean, I, I can list all of those above too. I, I probably still reach down for a penny because I'm frugal. But uh, I'm telling you, is the amount of hair that I don't <laughs> want anywhere else right. is just killing me. I mean, I, I took my shirt off today. and I thought it was Wolverine. So <laughs> yeah. So that, that the whole the whole hair, the back, the ears, and the nose. I mean, it's just yeah. It's just crazy. I do
0: have, like, this elusive ear hair that mm. I cannot get out, and I keep digging. And I know that it's in there, but my wife keeps looking with a flashlight trying to find it.
1: Is it like the little speck in your eye that when you kind of look around, there's a little speck floating in your eye?
0: Oh, yeah. I've got that, too. Yeah. But I know that that ear hair is in there.
1: And it, like, <laughs> you could I, feel it when every, the wind blows?
0: Every once in a while, I can pull it, and mm-hmm. like I can feel it. I think it's attached to my brain. I, it it, <laughs> it feels might like be. It like it's all the way down there.
1: It might be. So I don't know where it goes.
0: Um, but anyway. We did mention uh, what a week, and, hey, we live in Charlotte. I don't know if you've been watching the news lately, but we're making it.
1: Uh, Well, yeah, we – first off, we started with the gas shortage. Right. um, Which (laughs) I I think – I don't think is really a shortage. I'm sure everyone's aware, and there's been six states here in the south that were affected by the uh, Alabama Mm -hmm. um, oil uh, pipeline (laughs) spill. (laughs) Hot pocket. Uh, Pipeline spill, uh, colonial (laughs) pipeline spill. Um, So it's – it's slowed down the progress. They're having to truck in all the um, gas now versus uh, piping some of it into the local stations nice. or local uh, commissaries. So um, we we experienced that here in Charlotte. I, I think some of it was hyped up by the media because mm-hmm. everyone had gas. And then right. all of a sudden the media came out and started uh, dropping the shortage. And all of a sudden everyone ran to the gas stations. It, you have to kind of decide at that point, am I going to be part of that, mm-hmm. that status oh, yeah. quo or mm-hmm. am I going to risk it? And eh, You have to kind of join it because you obviously need fuel to get around right. so uh, of course i think er- after everyone initially filled yeah. up all, it obviously yeah. drained the t- it drained all the stations and tanks and stuff like that so but it, we you know of course the next day the next two days i mean the same stations had fuel uh, they may be out of one of the grades but for the most part they have everything so
0: and they are completely unexplainably out of bread and milk we don't know how that happened.
1: <laughs> and twinkies
0: <laughs> but yeah i did the same thing you uh you said, hey, Biggin, go get some gas. And so I dropped work, and like every good prepper, ran or drove quickly and filled up with as much gas as I could.
1: How many tanks did you take with you?
0: Uh, two. <laughs> and and I put this on the Facebook page, but it really it, its true life, guys. Don't handle those gas tanks and pick your nose right afterwards because you're not going to get that smell out quickly. Right. Yeah. Well, that's it's like, ha- like handling day.
1: a jalapeno than doing mm-hmm. the same, yeah.
0: Yeah, I smelled that for a good chunk of that day. Appreciate oh. that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like the smell of gas. Right. On to something else. I'm sure, unless you've been hiding under a rock, um, we're, our town is now affected by uh, the, remote, the most recent shooting. Yeah. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Keith Lamont Scott is uh, pronounced dead What yesterday, which yeah. is Tuesday here. And so, obviously, we're having some fallout from that. Right. Um, and, I mean, I'm sure opinions are vast and vary.
0: Just check um, your Facebook just in case. Yeah, that's do.
1: right. Go to your uh, Facebook feed. I'm the sure someone has all, an opinion. All the opinions. You know. It's
0: right there.
1: But, you know, just like with everything in typical fashion, a lot of people um, have a problem waiting for facts to come out. You know, no. They, 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 they rely on a couple of, uh, you know, the, you remember playing the telephone game in in, in right. school or whatever. Right. One person starts one end and whispers something and, you know, you could be like, I like tacos. By the time, mm-hmm. of, you know, the end that gets to the end there, you're like... You Know, would you buy me an apple? I mean, it's just it's totally, totally <laughs> different. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, uh, so of course, uh, we've had a night of protesting yesterday, and uh, luckily, it wasn't you know, something like Ferguson, right? Um, where you had just basically half a city burned down, yeah. you know, yeah. but we did have the local Wally World was looted. So um,
0: what did Walmart do to anyone really? <laughs>
1: but I don't, <laughs> Besides I don't yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> But I really don't understand the 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 philosophy behind that. Just right. and if you take, we're you know, I, and I kind of refuse to even still comment on this Keith Lamont uh, Scott because number one, I'm sure the family's still grieving. Right. But also, we don't know all the facts. I mean, there's, at this point, there's speculation, and right. just like I tell everyone, there's three sides to the story. There's yours, mine, and somewhere in the middle. I mean, because we still got to wait, and there evidently um, there's a body cam. So we, that course, under North Carolina law, that body cam will not be released immediately. They have to look at it, and they have to, they'll have a forensics analysis. But also I think uh, the federal government will step in also mm-hmm. and kind of check it out. But So we, we we can't concern ourselves with that just yet because we don't know the facts. The only facts we do know is that um, Mr. Scott was black, the officer involved, um, was black also. That's the two facts that we do know um, without a shadow of a doubt, really. So, right. but the the whole protesting thing, I've kind of, I, I really, I really don't understand the philosophy of that. Because you know, I understand the philosophy of protesting. I believe in peaceful protesting because right. change does happen through protesting, just like boycotts. Sometimes change the roadmaps mm-hmm. of how corporations work, but looting and burning down in your own neighborhood, right? Especially when those businesses provide jobs for your community. Mm-hmm. But also provide products so you can sustain life I, I've never understood why people always bring it back to their own neighborhood hmm. I, I, of course i don't under, i don't so, ever I don't so, ever understand the whole philosophy of rioting and looting you know in the name of protesting it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me so
0: right. so the the key from what i'm understanding is if i'm going to riot, I need to do it outside of my neighborhood yeah take
1: take an uber just yeah. down the street <laughs> you know i mean I, but yeah. I I don't understand. It breaks my heart because, you you know, I think we were were talking a little bit before about the Ferguson effect. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure everyone remembers Ferguson, Missouri, and Michael Brown and the fallout from that. Because what happens is they've now labeled the Ferguson effect, is that after all the dust settles, after all the fires are extinguished, um, you still have a body count. But what happens is those local businesses that um, set up shop there— Decide not to reopen because they don't want to risk their livelihood or risk their their nest egg. Um, You also have corporations that will pull out, um, you know, having a having a store there. Right. So you lose the tax dollars, the revenue, jobs, also the you know things that they provide. But also another thing of the Ferguson Ferguson effect is that um, the community asks for less police intervention, asks for cops levels to be drawn down because the community did not want them. Well, shortly after that, the Ferguson effect, um, crime is statistically just exploded. Murder rates back up in Ferguson um, before, even higher than prior to or to the Michael Brown case. But also, um, those businesses not, not, have not reopened. So now, mm-hmm. of course, now the community leaders are asking for the cops to come back. So I, I don't want to see that here in Charlotte. Charlotte has pretty much for the the entire time we've been here has you've seen a community united they, right. usually, they yeah. usually rally around yeah. their own so now this is the type, first type of really national division i've seen yeah. and of course i'm sure you'll have the the national guys uh, sharpton and, and jesse jackson will come in and try to make their few bucks off of um speaking and uh it should just be interesting the next yeah. week, next few weeks
0: yeah i, I know people really just some people may feel like this, that's their only way that they can get hurt is just by protesting and being part of that, and and people being frustrated that that things aren't changing because it's been like that, it's been like this for a while um, on both sides, just police in general, um, and and we love the police and we want uh, we we want the community just to be whole, and you need we need police just like we need everyone. So, um, but with that said, uh, some people may feel like that's the only way that they can get a pro, get heard and that's why they do that i don't understand why like you said going back to looting and and if you want a community if you want to not egg on the idea of you're a criminal then don't commit the crime so mm-hmm. i just i don't know does that make sense
1: no it does and i'm sure that uh, we would be called out for our points of view but still have a point of view so <laughs> yeah um and it's it I don't – I understand peaceful – like I, said, I understand peaceful protesting, but the the violence is just right. – there's no need for that. Right. And I, I think people really take advantage of that sometimes. But also, you know, I think the media – and, now, and I, uh, we've said this several times – media oh, yeah. pinpicks oh, topics, yeah. and they push that current sure. meme to the zeitgeist, which, you know, gets the, the, the top ratings. Sure. And, um, I mean – like we were t- chatting before the show is that statistically shootings are, shootings by cops killing you know uh civilians has has drastically decreased mm. but we're hearing more about it right so between social media between the media picking up on that from social media um social media is really all of a sudden changed the narrative to what news is yeah. so um i just I, I pray for peace and calm hopefully uh cooler heads will prevail and obviously the truth will will come out so
0: and maybe uh social media can influence regular media and just we'll have like 48 hours of just puppies <laughs> like pictures of puppies cat and, videos <laughs> and cat videos yeah maybe we can just have that that's I'd right rather have it anyway so that's kind of where we're at here in charlotte so we're having a good time uh, one thing i did want to bring up uh, we had chef lynn childers here last week and Man, uh, I was going through the Facebook page of Forty Nine Yard Line, and oh my gosh, a chicken waffle sandwich at Forty Nine Yard Line. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to try to make it out there this week. I'm on a diet, which that's that
1: sucks so bad. Just hit that on pause. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I need one cheat day for coming on. Trust ah, me, nuts. I
1: think I think with a, any diet, you should have a cheat day. I mean, you shouldn't go like overboard. Right. But, um, like-
0: you can have one donut, just not the dozen donuts.
1: So tell me, so that's <laughs> right. So tell me, what is this diet that you're on?
0: It's just trying to you know cut out sugar, cut mm-hmm. out flour. Um, and I know we talked about gluten being a fad, but it, it honestly, like when I take that when I take that away from my diet, it really does help how I feel. It really kind of gets me to focus and not feel nearly as lethargic. Do you know why? Is uh, that? No,
1: they've actually isolated. There's actually a. Um, a uh, Something that synthesizes in 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 wheat, based on gluten, hmm. uh, It's called gliatano, Glutino. Yeah. I can't pronounce that, but um, that's really you can actually be <laughs> you can actually be addicted to this. It, yeah. It's actually like ten times more addictive than caffeine huh. and even cocaine. So that's the reason why uh, people have certain feelings toward, towards that. But that's the reason why also you you have certain feelings after you eat a whole uh, pie <laughs> or <laughs> a, a whole pizza pie. You know, you have that, just the feelings of content, happiness, but also just lethargic. So hmm. um, there's actually there's actually scientific <laughs> things that have now actually isolated that.
0: Oh, great. I'm a drug addict. That's <laughs> but, fantastic.
1: Um, I, uh, I like who, gelatin
0: way too much, whatever that this, stuff is.
1: You never know. You might have to get a uh, prescription to go to Domino's before. Oh,
0: I'll, yeah. Can I just get something that'll cut that
1: i'm sure there will be something out there but anyway
0: let's let's bring up the big farm come on guys <laughs> give me something that's right i just i just need a pill not to be fat
1: <laughs> i'm sure there's a million of them out there they try to tell you <laughs> yeah so.
0: i just i like trying just to lose it all by going out the rear end <laughs> well it's taking I, a lot of x-lax I, I have to
1: i have to regulate my diet too just because of uh the new heart yeah. obviously i want to keep that ticker going sure. but uh yeah, I tried. Uh, I tried juicing and smoothies for a week. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to it, but yeah. I, you know, I did that for like four days straight, and then I was craving a sausage biscuit from Chick Fil A, <laughs> right. so I had, to, I had to break that. And then once you break it, it's kind of hard to go oh back my to gosh. it because you know the the savory, savoriness of uh, yep. a greasy uh, sausage, mm-hmm. you know, patty on mm-hmm. a biscuit. Just uh, there's something about it.
0: My mouth is literally watering right now. I already
1: told you my stomach was growling. So yeah, this is not good for our diets. <laughs>
0: Uh, Oh, speaking of diets, let me tell you um, about Bad Mother Smokers. Who? So one of the things I can have on my diet is just, like, stuff on the grill. So, like, vegetables and all that fun stuff. But uh, summer is made for grilling and chilling, and you too can be the baddest mother smoker on the block using our favorite award-winning smoking sauce. Bad Mother Smokers is the perfect match for your favorite meat, veggies that I can eat, or even that secret ingredient in a pot of chili. Check out badmothersmokers.com to place your order. If you want to be a bad pit master like Mojo, enter the promo code MOJO for 10% off your order. Visit Bad Mother Smokers to get yours today. All right, so we're going to go take a break, and when we come back... <laughs> you okay there? You, oh, you got asleep. the sleepiness out here. Did you just eat a sausage biscuit without and that just brief I ate
1: a whole pie pizza.
0: <laughs> you lucky duck, you. Uh, so when we come back, we'll have our guest.
1: C.J. Pila, Dr. C.J. Pila. with uh, He's a chiropractic physician.
0: All right. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
1: Welcome back to the Southern Fly Philosophy Podcast. Um, we're going to do a couple of wacky news before we get into our guest.
0: Um, first up.
1: Biggin, um, did you hear about the guy in New Jersey who had two obituaries? No. Yeah, actually, um, two. F- <laughs> a 55-year-old gentleman, um, he actually had two obituaries, and it's, it's not a, a, a typo, um, but one was left by his wife, and Ooh. the other one was left Uh-oh. by his girlfriend. Oh, no. Coincidentally, they actually used the same <laughs> the same picture, so that's how they figured out. I feel it like out.
0: we've heard that before, though.
1: It, 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 I'm sure. Sh- there's nothing under the sun that's new. You're so. right. But uh, Leroy Bill Black.
0: Leroy, yeah, of course, his name's Leroy.
1: Survived by his loving wife, <laughs> uh, Barita. Barita, hmm. and also obviously his girlfriend too. So, mm. long time girlfriend. But that girl. yeah, pretty pretty, pretty interesting. I, I, you know, I guess at least he made it through whole life. But like getting beat down because I'm sure if he I'm sure if he wasn't dead now they found out he would have been dead. So well,
0: that begs the question. Maybe they knew each other and they. No actually they had no, no clue yeah, not, they, no. Didn't, they had no clue how about so. how, what's it like at that funeral you think
1: Oof, ooh awkward mm hmm yeah who who does yeah. i don't i don't know if he had a i don't know if you had a funeral or not but mm. also totally. uh <laughs> there there's another one uh, I was reading um a lady was accidentally got locked in a porta potty <laughs> this comes out of, this comes out of England so but, um, yeah, De- a Devonshire woman um, was actually locked into a mm. porta potty and actually got, it was after a beer food music festival. Oh, well, that explains some yeah. of that. Yeah. And uh, uh, she actually uh. got picked up by the porta potty <laughs> company, no. forklift onto no. uh, the flatbed, taken back no. to the, uh, the place where they dispose. No. Uh, so, can you imagine that long ride no. with all that full? Port-a-potty shaking after, contents yeah, yeah the contents
0: is, is what I'm thinking about. like after a music festival mm-hmm. you know people have been using that at the music festival so you, I mean the food that you're digesting and going through
1: I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. also you're you're probably temporarily dyed blue, oh yeah and brown that's probably <laughs> for it a short period of time so Gosh. yeah that's uh that would be my nightmare when that's yeah. kind of as my nightmare of Getting locked in those anytime I've had to use them, so I try to avoid those things like the plague. So I,
0: I tried to look up some wacky news, and then almost every story I saw had to deal with those stupid clowns that are going around, yeah. you know, trying to scare people, and it freaked me out. So I had to stop.
1: What, what do you think? What do you think that's about? I think that's just Halloween pre-Halloween prank because you know we're getting close to that season. Yeah, yeah, I, I think some of it is.
0: Because they're also going to re-release the movie It, mm-hmm. so I think that's probably some marketing.
1: It could be, but it, but I think it, it happens about every year. By this time, you you'll hear one or two isolated cases, and but now it's kind of gone a little more viral. I think it, once again, I think it's social media right driven. But um, you know, it's kind of funny reading through Facebook and you see oh. the people like you get a clown named my daughter. I got two guns with your name on it. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think. No. I, granted, there's probably one out of the bunch, so mm-hmm. obviously, you know. But uh, I think for the most part, they're just trying to garner some type of attention, granting and and push, you know this this fear. But it's almost like a comical fear. So I, I don't think anything's malicious out of that. I don't think it's not comical at all. I'm freaking <laughs> petrified. Obviously, you're, you're you have a fear them. of clowns. Yes. What do you think that stems from?
0: Well, there's a long story behind it, but I think the movie It. it I watched uh, it with a bunch of kids. I think that threw me over the edge on they that all, piece. They all
1: float down here. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're coming out with a new one of that. I don't yeah. know if, I, but you know, as a as a horror fan, movie fan, uh, I don't think they. I don't think, that's one of those movies you shouldn't redo. Oh yeah, uh, no, it, it was just perfect be. as it is. Yeah. So man. this isn't wacky news, but um, Brangelina finally broke up.
0: I tell you, I, my wife is a little bit nervous mm-hmm. that uh, that I may wake up one day and say nope. I'm not, but here's the thing. I'm not, I won't leave my wife for the now Angelina. It would have been like, you know.
1: Angelina continue. 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, because now she's got that mess of kids. and good She now. does
1: have a whole mess of kids. I do not so. want to deal with that. But at least she has the money to go with it. So,
0: she does. Yeah. If if it came down to it right now and she said, I want to marry you instead of Brad Pitt, would you take it right now?
1: Who, Brent, uh, Angelina? Yeah. I'm holding out for Jennifer Aniston. Are you really? Yeah. Wow. Wait, I
0: can't. Really? I do
1: Despise Jennifer Aniston.
0: Why? I don't, it's something about Friends. I watched it and I didn't like
1: her. But, and but the, I, ne- oh, I actually I've never even seen an episode of Friends.
0: Yeah, I just that's what turned me off on her. Really? And I just I can't I can't. Huh. Nope. She just seems annoying.
1: Well, actually, there's a couple movies where she probably redeem mm-hmm. herself. Have you seen We're, We're the Millers? No. You gotta watch not. that.
0: Why would I do that? Because I don't like her in the first place.
1: There's people I don't like. You know, like I, I don't like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. But I gotta argue. There's actually some good movies of theirs. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Christian Christian Bale was the best Batman ever. Just like ever? Heath, just like Heath Ledger was a great Joker. I'm going from Adam West, the best. Batman. But we're t- we're not talking about TV. We're talking about movies. No, we're talking about I'm movies, talking about man. ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Adam West is a pretty good on the Family Guy though. Is he? Yeah, the mayor.
0: Oh, and, okay, yeah. yeah.
1: But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, yeah. I so I, I like some out for Jennifer, Jennifer mm-hmm. instance. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of uh hard to get caught into the uh, I get, being in a house with so much est- estrogen. You're right. going to hear this stuff. So sure. I'm, I'm sure there's some conspiracy theories of Brad Pitt and Jennifer getting back and
0: well, I well yeah, I've heard like he's I think Angelina said like he's a raging alcoholic. Um, so maybe so I don't yeah. I don't I don't know who knows
1: like. Pfft. There's her story, his story, and somewhere in the middle. Yeah,
0: that's right. So. There's three sides to every story. If there's nothing else you've learned about this podcast, there's yeah. three sides to every story.
1: Take that with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the triangle of truth. <laughs> somewhere.
0: Are you? Is that new? Did you coin
1: that? I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I got t-shirts on order. <laughs> I just, just ordered this.
0: crying out loud. We would like a t-shirt though. Yeah. yeah. One we, of these days.
1: We. Yeah. Well, obviously our t-shirt we've been talking about. Probably not the right time to yeah, drop it. So not do that one. We'll probably have to hold off on that till it dies down. So. <laughs> Anyway. Hey, I'd like to welcome our guest to the show. Um, CJ is a friend of ours, Dr.
2: Mm-hmm. CJ. Doctor. We can call him CJ.
0: Do you go by, Do we say doctor? Is that probably
2: the best thing to, to say? That's not necessary. It doesn't change who way I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but a little bit about CJ, and I'm sure we're going to have him fill in some more. But yeah. CJ is actually a, a taekwondo. Um, I don't even know what level are you now. Is there levels like karate?
2: Like There, there is levels. Um, eighth.
1: Eighth. So that's pretty high up there, right?
0: I'm just saying that's what grade I graduated with. All I know is— <laughs> Eighth grade is the highest I went.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All I know is, is any anytime I ever walk into a bar, CJ's got my back. That's, so, that's good. He's so, on
0: your back like a monkey.
1: He, just. he can spider monkey spider monkey kick somebody I don't care <laughs> but he's a but not only not only does he uh, practice Taekwondo which I think is pretty cool which if All I right. had two if I had two good legs I'd be in his class but
0: if I if I could give a rip I probably would
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, C J is also a uh, physician of chiropractic medicine and. Um, you know, we we talk about we have guests on the interest us, and we want to learn more about mm-hmm. them, but also their profession. Sometimes if they have a profession or their story. Yep. So we want to have CJ on because I really, uh, I I really truly believe in uh, alternative medicine, what well, they classify as alternative medicine. So, but we want to kind of get some history and stuff with uh, chiropractic mm-hmm. medicine, and maybe uh, dispel some myths or you know answer some questions that you all have had and. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that use chiropractors, and there's probably a lot that think it's the devil's medicine too. So who knows? But.
0: As a matter of fact, my father uh, told me before, when I went to college, he said chiropractors are quacks. "Quote unquote quackery." Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I went to one, and
1: it's not. So have you have you heard, have you heard, ever heard of that before? You're a quack.
2: I have my. F- Funniest term is I've heard people refer to us as quack repractors. <laughs>
1: oh, that's a
0: good one. I see what they did there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you can crack my neck on – can you do it on this couch?
1: Yeah, crack, Snapple pop.
0: I'll give you my uh,
1: copay. <laughs> there you go. So, CJ, welcome to the show. Glad to have you on, buddy. Thank
2: you very well, much. It's <laughs> fun to be here.
1: So uh, let's start out, man. Give us a little snippet of chiropractic history. Did it Did it just start like 20 years ago?
2: Mm-hmm. Chiropractic Historically, has been deemed from D.D. Palmer discovering it in Davenport, Iowa, in 1895.
0: Now, to be clear, that's D.D. Palmer, not Arnold Palmer. Okay. Just
2: make it <laughs> t- this t- guy won't be back. It's 1895. <laughs> it was too long ago. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, Arnie Palmer's about to be uh, – yeah.
1: He didn't look I good. think he was alive back then. That's late. right. So uh, give us a – how did – you said – palmer discovered this so kind of give us a little little snap snapshot of uh how he discovered it and
2: he was trying to have a business where he was helping people with their health with their lifestyles um he had a janitor in the building that he was working that had perfect hearing and then got hurt and was deaf um and the deafness lasted for a few years quite a few years and while watching the man work d palmer decided that well, did you have that lump on your back before you were deaf? And the man had no idea that he had a lump on his back, so they together decided to get rid of the lump. Um, he was laid down on the table. Dee Palmer leaned on him hard enough to hear an audible cavitation. Uh, the first adjustment was given credit because Harvey Lillard was the guy's name, and his hearing instantly came back. Oh, wow. Holy
1: cow. Have you? Been, have you ever had much experience with chiropractors?
0: Yeah, I was actually in an, an accident in Houston, and the um, the recommendation was just to go every day for like three weeks, and so it helps. It really does. Like I can definitely tell the difference. In the fact, I needed to make an appointment for a long time, so I might go see it.
1: Yeah, I've. I, I had. I. From surgeries and stuff, I had one leg shorter than the other, so you know, it kind of misaligns your hips. You're
0: so a I, weeble wobble, but you don't fall down. Oh,
1: I do fall down, <laughs> trust me. But uh, no, I, I can attest to it also. You know, with headaches and other things. But um, what, what what are some things that are chiropractic uh, medicine good for?
2: If we start with the premise that your body is made to adapt to the surroundings given. Nature's limitations. I mean, if you jump in a battery of vat of battery acid, you're going to dissolve. There's no adjustments going to fix that. Um, <laughs> it's not happening. Well, I, there I
0: goes feel. that idea.
2: But if your body is supposed to maintain itself, it has to do it somehow. That is, controller regulator is your brain. Mm-hmm. It gets information from your periphery back to the brain, and the brain processes it and sends what to do: increase your heart rate, increase your lung capacity, increase <laughs> any of the hormones that you're secreting or decrease them um but when that gets jumbled you have either a improper response to a normal stimulus or a perceived normal response to an abnormal stimulus which either one is not your body adapting to the given situation it's adapting to wrong stuff um that jumbling of the neurology is called a subluxation and a chiropractor should find that subluxation and correct it or remove it um Getting back to D.D. Palmer with the hearing thing, um, for the first 70 years of chiropractic, it was mostly health problems. The the only doctor in the area would be a chiropractor, from everything from delivering babies to checking Hmm. out tumors and seeing if things were able to be healed naturally by the body. Um, The idea with a tumor is your body put it there. Why? We'll figure out where the neurology got scrambled, fix that, and your body can remove it just as easily in many cases. Um, No, that's not saying that, hey, you know, press on my back here. I got this tumor and my kidney fell out. It it doesn't work that way. Um, It takes your body a long time to create a tumor. It would take a fair amount of time to remove it. The fact is, once you're reaching homeostasis, your body is working as efficiently as it can. Um, With the advent of uh, insurance auto auto accidents, (laughs) all of a sudden every (laughs) chiropractor in the phone book which is uh, chiropractors did not used to be allowed to advertise in the phone books. So as soon as they were allowed to advertise in the phone books, and I'm embarrassed for my profession for this, but (laughs) what they did was say, Hey, we can help you with your accident. And they jumped on the ambulance chasing wagon with everybody else. Right behind the lawyer. Um, Right, right behind the lawyer. Or in the same car. (laughs) Um, And and it's a shame because yes, musculoskeletal injuries respond very favorably to chiropractic, but it's such a minimal point. Mm -hmm. If you think about the actual neurology in your body, every nerve has a visceral portion that helps your organ and hormonal function, a somatic function, which helps your muscles work when they're supposed to, and a sensory function. Oh, I feel that. Well, unfortunately, the sensory part is absolutely the smallest of every nerve group. Hmm. That means if you actually wait until you feel it, you might have other stuff involved already.
1: Hmm. Well, waited too, long. waited too long, I guess. Whoopsie. Um, see, I know I knew that, uh, you know, obviously Palmer... 1895 you know so but i'm sure chiropractic has its roots and other things and in, in other historical medicines too right
2: there are various documents that are literally thousands of years old that refer to spinal manipulation for the assistance in visceral problems um there are many more from sports things or hunting things for musculoskeletal things so yes it's been around um Various acupuncture textbooks that have been dated to 5,200 years, I think is the oldest one I saw, um, was referring to a Chinese acupuncture having five basic meridians for your body. Um, three of those five meridians literally run up and down your spinal column. Hmm. So when you go to a chiropractor, whether you think that the meridians are being touched or not, three of the five are being worked with every time you get adjusted.
1: Mm-hmm. What, um, what, is the most, uh, what types of patients do you see most? I mean, is it people that are coming from preventative or uh, from maintenance or for something like accident-related?
2: I actually see zero accident-related people if you want to talk about motor vehicle or work injuries. okay. Um, with martial arts in the background, I see a lot of people that go to tournaments or compete or just work out and want to make sure that they're functioning uh, more optimally. So that would, I guess, would be called preventative. If they get hurt, I see them afterwards. Um, The bulk of my practice for years was visceral problems. Most people would come with a file that sometimes the files were over a foot thick. from various. I I probably have one. (laughs) Seriously, though, from various hospitals or other doctors or other professions where they were trying to find help for the same problem. And, you know, they would hand you this file like, this is my life. This is what's wrong with me. Will you read this? And and I, I would happily do so, but then even after I did it, my question was always the same. I understand you wanted me to read this, and I have. I can answer anything you want about it that I've read. Um, but my question is this. If if you're here seeing me, obviously this whole file of stuff did not work. So why did you feel so strongly about hmm. me reading all of the failures of other people? Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> It's like a bad story. <laughs> but had I said that prior, they probably would have been out the door just as quickly and I wouldn't have had a chance to help them. Right.
0: Oh, well, this one didn't work. Let's go to the next one. Well, right. that one didn't work.
1: Here's the uh, you know, I, I, why why does chiropractic medicine get a bad rap from from some medical people and you know, or people in the medical field, I mean, cuz you know, we were kind of, we were kind of chatting that, you know, it's been all People, some people have a misconception. It's, it's labeled as quackery. I mean, uh, I'm sure my parents were the same one. I never went to a chiropractor until I was an adult. So, um, so what gives a negative connotation? Do you think?
2: Well, there there was two questions there. I'm going to hit the short one first. Um, <laughs> there, with people saying it's different or it's quackery. Um, if if you really look at healthcare licensure in this country or anywhere on the planet for that matter. Um, There are still, and it'll probably change after my saying this on your show, but there are still a handful of states that all of the chiropractic doctors, medical doctors, and osteopathic doctors that want to practice in that state take the same exam at the same time, and they accept the top 9% to give license to. The bottom 91% gets told come back in six months or a year if you still want to try this state. So my question is this, if the education not necessarily how it's a, how it's used afterward, but if the education process was that different, would there be any chiropractors or osteopaths in those states? Because it's a medically oriented exam, and yet we all take the same exam at the same time. And there's plenty of chiropractors in that state. I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the other side, you asked about the the reason so much bad press. Um, if if you were say running a medical institution. And somebody said, Oh, I have X problem. Well, we're going to give you 50 exams at $1,000 a piece. And then we're going to have you wait six months. And then we're going to give you 40 more exams to confirm the first 50 exams <laughs> at triple that price. <laughs> and then there's the chiropractor down the corner said, Well, wait, you, you have X problem. It's a neurological problem anyway. Why don't you get adjusted and see if that works first? Hmm. And, and then that bill would be, you know, pennies compared Minus- to Minuscule, yeah. Right. Um, so you really are talking a huge dollar factor mm-hmm. when you compare what the medical versus chiropractic versus osteopathic, osteopathic versus what the insurance is going to run or not run. Um, and the chiropractic started in Iowa still today, even though there was a lawsuit against the Medical Association for restraint of trade that they lost um, years ago. The state of Iowa, the AMA still spends the most anti chiropractic money of the whole country.
1: <laughs> <laughs> holy
2: cow! Because Palmer is still there.
1: Hmm. Well, it doesn't Davenport. Davenport has a lot of insurance industry there, based too, right? I, or is that I, or is that Iowa, Some part of Iowa that's like the capital of
2: there. There, there the There's another government. thing that yes, Iowa is huge. Uh, Davenport does have some buildings. Uh, so does um, um, Des Moines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for years now, the number one industry in the state of Iowa, the biggest moneymaker in the entire state, by over eightfold, is Blue Cross Blue Shield. Mm-hmm. So it's not corn anymore.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and and if you think of people pay their premiums to Blue Cross Blue Shield, hoping that when something is wrong that's covered, the Blue Cross Blue Shield will pay their provider.
0: Mhm.
2: And maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it gets denied. Maybe it wasn't something that was insurable to begin with. Um, but either way, if they're the number one industry in the state, and, and if you look and Google, um, you'll find that Iowa is not the only state where Blue Cross Blue Shield is the number right. one industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and, and at what? At the expense of the, both the patient and the practitioner.
0: But you, on your practice, to do something pretty unique. Like you pretty much, from what I understand, have just told the insurance company... We're not going to take insurance. We're just going
2: to... I'm not alone in this, but um, I worked so hard to pass all my boards, to pass everything, to get a nice office, to get to be a preferred provider. You know what preferred provider status means? As a patient, (laughs) everybody thinks, oh, I went to my preferred provider. You know what it takes to be a preferred provider? Please, I know you're going to tell me somebody that has an expertise in that field. As As a physician, if I want to be a preferred provider... I give them money up front, and then they get to pay me less than they pay everybody else. But then they supply my patient list. They put me on a list.
1: Mm. So basically, you're guaranteed quantity.
2: As long as I give the kickback. Wow.
1: Mm. Mm. Pay to play. But does
2: that... Wow. Okay, so somebody that is terrible at their craft... Yeah. ...may be on everybody's preferred provider list because that person might not survive without it. Yeah. Where a, a bunch of us, uh, we got together, uh, I'm trying to think, it might have been around 95, 94. That um, long ago? Yes. Holy cow. We got together and we decided that these regulations were killing us. I mean, they were making mandatory fees. Now, when I say mandatory fees, again, people think, well, it's it's driven by the area. No, it's not. To have a federal physician's license, as soon as you give your zip code, they tell you what's the least amount you can charge.
0: Holy
2: cow. Should you go less Price-fixing, basically. Right. But if you go less than that, even by a buck, it's like a $5,000 fine per instance.
1: Oh, Mm. my gosh. That was
2: in 96.
1: (laughs) Imagine what it is now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
2: Um, What we did was we realized that parapractic visits were going through the roof like everything else was. Um, And we made a choice to rather than have the one patient that wanted to pay you a million dollars for your visit – I would rather be busy all day and rather than helping two or three people, I wanted to make an impact in our community. Mm. Um, we found out what the copays were for the insurances that were covering it, and we went lower than the copays with the logic that yes we're here, we're qualified, and you don't have to you as a family do not have to pay that premium the add on for chiropractic anymore because even if you pay the add on you're still going to have to pay the copay mm-hmm. We will be your copay or less mm. And and that's how we practiced for years. Oh wow!
0: So if you if you were to say, "Hey, I want to fix the entire healthcare industry," because you Mojo, you and I both have ideas on how we can do it, but you're actually the one that's in the field. If you could just start over, start from scratch, using Obamacare or not, whatever. Like, how would you do it? Like, if you could start start from the beginning,
2: that doesn't really have a, a concrete answer for the whole country because different areas. For instance, gasoline costs different right. from state that's to true. state or from county to county. So does everything else. Um, I don't believe that people's health and life longevity should be held in front of them like a carrot to pay to take a bite of this carrot or you die. Hmm. And, and that's what it has come to. Um, I believe that you know there's plenty of people that police have a hard time. Doctors have a hard time. Teachers have a hard time. It's still everything to make a community. And you know what? I'm as far from a socialist as you're ever going to want (laughs) to hear. And when I answer it like that, it sounds like it. And it's not the case. Um, I I spent thousands of dollars on my education. There's no way I wanted to spend all that and then not make that back. There's no way that I'm going to have some guy that was the absolute bottom of his class operating on me should I get hit by a bus and need something. (laughs) Makes sense. I want to know who's what and who's worth what. Yeah. But I think if it was really uh, quality generated, I mean, there's great mechanics and there's horrible mechanics.
1: And the free market would rule those Mm.
2: out. Right. So, And I think that would be wonderful. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Um, I would put my skills against anybody and I would still succeed. Um, The people that did not, well, they should have either studied hard, tried harder, or found a different profession.
0: Instead of just being able to pay some more money. And then get... Get more folks, mm-hmm.
2: because in the, in the long run, that's the attitude. I mean, you guys know if something great happens in your life, maybe you'll tell two or three people. But if something really, really lousy mm-hmm. happens, you tell everybody that'll listen. That's right, not, not you. I mean, anybody. Yeah, yeah.
1: right. So that's the rule of marketing. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the people that are paying that have subpar skills, or, yeah. or yeah, probably can't use that because the licensing bureau says no. With everybody's on par, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but if people that have Say inferior skills to the guy across the street yeah. or the woman across the street um, then they should be out of business or move to a place that has a street that's not so yeah. uh, quality crowded hmm. um, yet it's not that way and, mm-hmm. and the problem is maybe they see three people but maybe those three people tell 400 maybe I sell maybe I see 30 and those 30 don't tell but one each which one of us is actually going to be able to make a bigger impact in the community yeah mm-hmm. wow
1: what type of uh chiropractor are you i, I like the old whack 'em crack kind of kind of guys you know you hear yourself you hear everything popping yeah da, 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 da. i kind of like that
2: um i i do mostly that i do um for chiropractic philosophy not even for Religious philosophy or anything like that, and there there are many techniques. Just like with mm-hmm. different medical aspects, there are different techniques or different people they follow. The Palmer. Package is uh, very.
0: That sounds awesome. By the way, I want the Palmer <laughs> package,
2: please. It's it's a very inclusive technique where you can take. I've adjusted babies that were less than three hours old. I've adjusted women that are 105 Seriously? plus. Well, Holy I guess
0: that would make cow. sense. Yeah. Like if you're a well,
2: kid. Okay. If I if I asked you what was the worst thing you could go through traumatically? Now, again, we're going into the musculoskeletal, which I already prefaced is not where chiropractic is at its best. But as an adult, hmm. a non-physical competition person um, that's not going to you know go in and step in the ring with somebody and have them swinging for the lights with your head what do you think would be the hardest thing you could do to your head or your neck Uh, driving
1: oh you're saying driving
2: yeah head on collision oh gotcha okay now picture a baby's path through the birth canal yeah Mm. now they don't have bones and muscles yet all they have is cartilage and little tiny muscles that are not formed yet and the head goes all the way this way (laughs) all the way this way not that I'm trying to throw stones but Why do you think hospital births are not allowed to be videotaped anymore? Hmm. I,
1: I, I mean your logic makes sense, but why? I mean, why?
2: Because there were too many lawsuits that the doctors lost because the evidence was on the film. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Well, actually, I do know. Well, just I, I asked the. I remember asking the surgeons or the to
2: videotape my surgery they wouldn't do it so i guess i guess it falls but i mean you know here's here's a poor guy trying to help i mean he, obviously the right. the doctor is doing everything he can he's not going right. in there going yeah i'm gonna hurt this kid this is yeah. the one they're trying to help as best they can and you know something goes wrong the baby pulls one way the mom contracts in a different way and the guy's still got a hold of the head mm. momentum is there yeah. yeah um well okay if the neck shifts or the skull shifts over on the top vertebrae um there's crazy problems that can happen with that very quickly because the baby's neurological system is growing so fast at that age. Hmm. Um,
0: so you're saying three hours?
2: Is, uh, I, I saw the, I saw a three-hour baby that was a difficult birth. Uh, um, I, I saw a nine-hour baby that was still as blue as I'm wearing a pair of brand new blue jeans. Those are have nice no three-piece suit for me, but the baby was still blue. <laughs> and when a baby's born, they they categorize everything and nine hours later when you're still blue that's not considered very um, viable Hmm. and adjusted the baby in the incubator this this very limp baby that very obviously the only reason I had such a good shot was because it was still videotaped back then and you could see the mom pulled one way when the doctor was pulling the baby the other way and you could actually see where the neck was really really taut and all of a sudden the head didn't move but the neck went slack so you knew that the skull had shifted over. So really, it was just a matter of putting it back the other way. Wow, um, that's some tremendous faith in the
1: mother. You know what I'm saying? To, yeah. To have you do that, or the dad. I, or
2: the... I, the dad was like six, eight, four, twenty.
0: Hey, biggin'. And, and, and <laughs> hey, I, biggin'. I
2: stood there, and and, and well, because the baby had been so quiet and so limp. You know, they want they want the baby to scream. They want the baby to do mm-hmm. something right. to indicate that it's wanting to live. And the baby hadn't done any of that, and he was his point was, my baby's gonna die, and it's going to cry' at the last minute mm. wow, mm. that's that's a hard pill to swallow every wow. time it cried, you could see more pink,
1: wow, so just the air coming back into the yeah every every scream, the baby wow. got more pink wow. that's beautiful, man yeah. <laughs> it's actually beautiful and inspirational, Very so cool. yeah, wow. Made made us tear up a little bit, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks for doing <clears throat> that. Yeah. And I'm hungry. And, card, I'm man. hungry and tearful. <laughs>
0: so. Mojo, you introduced us uh, one time at, at your house. And mm-hmm. so just hanging out with you, like, you've got some amazing stories of just your life in general. So like
1: I, I like I actually I actually sent a petition to Dos Equis trying to get you to be the
2: most interesting man in the world.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you really are you, you told me that he was going to be the guest and I was like this guy yeah. needs to be the most interesting man <laughs> in the world.
2: Thank you very much. When when I drink Dos Equis, now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friends. So you were an MMA MMA fighter too?
2: Before it was called what it is now. Okay,
1: but what I, well, I guess my point with that is <laughs> I was too. It was just called getting my butt
0: beat in the in, in high. And we're
1: school. not talking. We're not talking about <laughs> yeah, but we're not talking about right. Xbox or PS4. So. But you look at you. You look at you. You're like a, you look like the most mild mannered gentleman ever. So <laughs> when you told me that, I'm like wow. And then you show me like your war wounds. I'm like definitely wow. he's what, gonna be my bodyguard.
0: What kind of war wounds do you got? You I know. don't want to see them. I'm just asking.
1: <laughs> his okay. nose, his nose, it'll make you, it make it gross. Yeah, so.
0: what's wrong with your nose?
1: <laughs> it, it's like movable in 27 different oh, positions or something. Oh, no. Yeah. You can
0: move. Oh, oh, no. He's taking the glasses off. Oh, no. <laughs> oh.
1: I,
2: see, this oh, is gosh. great because nobody else can see this but you guys. Right. This is A, a good. normal nose, right? You go like that. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, push on your own okay. nose. It's stable, right? Yeah. All right.
0: Yep. Got <laughs>
2: What?
0: <laughs> what? That thing went all the way to his eyeball. I don't know if you
2: heard that pop, but oh, see that—that'll make your eyes tear. Whether oh my you I mean, gosh. it's not a cry thing. It's just that
0: his the nose went to his eyeball. You touched your eye with your nose. Uh, oh!
1: But also, his wife. Uh, his wife is—I uh, love his wife number one. She mm-hmm. was my actually my stay-at-home, or not stay-at-home. But she was my visiting nurse <laughs> at my house when I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, sick really sick so uh this family is very dear to me so um sure. but his wife was, his wife is also in, uh has done some fighting too so oh, wow. yeah so both of them I, I feel pretty comfortable with them anywhere sure. I go, so. yeah
0: yay <laughs> hey, let's let's all go down to downtown Charlotte. <laughs> let's see what we can do
2: wow chuck norris and <laughs> chuck norris exactly yeah, you did, like the did, chuck did, norris did that i know that chuck norris got all the pokemon things no, I didn't. From a landline. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Attaboy, Chucky. So, uh, <laughs> what, besides uh, like the the mixed martial arts type thing, what in competitive fighting? Because I know you've you've done some of those, and probably some of them probably been in, on in back alley rooms and bedding and stuff. I'm sure. So, he's uh, shaking
0: his head. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what What are the cool things? Because uh, man, you you tell me some stories the time, and I'm like. <laughs> Is he pulling my? And then I, you know, I, I can mm. see the sincerity on your face. I'm like, wow, this guy's lived a life.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm. I'm surprised you haven't been like some secret agent, or maybe you have. You just can't oh, tell you me. Probably can't right? tell I mean, you. So. Yeah, it's
0: probably
2: probably is. Uh, truthfully, I have not. So you, know, you have to wonder if I'm saying I'm not, or if I really have not. <laughs> That's right. Are your fingers crossed? Uh,
0: <laughs> no, but his um. nose is. <laughs> That's just. Gross.
2: I think they did a great job on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: but. Well, mm.
2: Except that, you know, one part. but <laughs> um, Well, I, I lucked out. I, I evidently had a attitude problem when I was very little. Hmm. And my mother started me training uh, in martial arts when I was five. And when I was a kid, not that I'm ancient, but there were no teenagers in the room. You had to be an adult. You had to be 16 or over to train. And there I was five doing all the stuff. Hmm. So I really got, of my generation of people, I basically got an 11-year head start.
0: Wow. That's interesting because our last guest started cooking at five. Uh-huh. And then you said you're mixed martial arts at five. Interesting. Sorry.
2: I, where I went to school, started the wrestling program in second or third grade, mm. where most of the schools that I were around us did not start wrestling until high school. One school started in eighth grade. I mm. started in second grade. <laughs> so, again, I had like a 10-year head start on oh everybody. My gosh. Uh, well, at least a six-year. Yes, I'm a math whiz. Um, <laughs> And there was Golden Gloves. I mean, we were next to the city. There was Holy all the police cow. athletic leagues. And it was just something else to to, to do to try to. Yeah, I was taught you have to work on your brain as much as you work on your body, as much as you work on your soul. So it was. Wow. That's a, a good philosophy to live by. Yeah. A, a three things to do. I mean, you just did it. It yeah. wasn't like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go play on my iPhone. I'm like, you want an iPhone? They take that thing off the wall and wrap you in the eye with it. There was
1: a once upon a time when we all had, all had landlines. And mm-hmm. reach out and touch someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: So what are some other cool things that uh, are things just in your life? Cool.
2: I don't know. Um, Car racing. Am I going to remind you of your own things? things?
1: Jeez. Yeah. I, motorcycle racing. Motorcycle racing. Sports shooting.
0: Holy man God.
2: of the year. I mean, I don't know. No, I never did that. I, Academy I Award. me um,
1: award.
0: <laughs> he dated Angelina for a while. I wrestled yeah. in high
2: school and college. Uh, I, I believe it or not, the, the way my, my getting equilibrium in the contact sports, I actually played tennis. Huh? Um, Competitive tennis, like every NCAA. time you hit the ball, did you go like hi-yah? <laughs> <laughs> no, she hadn't started that yet. I thought it was really neat. Um, it was Monica Seles that started doing that yeah, years screaming, ago. Screaming, gunning. I yeah. thought that was so cool. Uh,
0: you can't like I like to sleep during golf, but you can't sleep during tennis, especially like women's tennis.
1: Okay? Ah, ah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> It's kind of hard to do that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry.
2: We were at a tennis tournament. Um, I, I should have prefaced this. My my mother was an entertainer. Um, she, she sang in various bands. She did solo work. Um, but we were coming back from a tennis tournament uh, through college. I don't even remember what state we were in. But we were starving. It was too long after the matches before we were going to get back to where we could go. So we conned the coach into stopping at a restaurant to get some food. And the, the some of the guys on the tennis team, instead of hanging out with the food, just immediately shot over to the bar. and. <laughs> They were. They came back and they were saying, "Oh, you've got to check out this girl singing. You got to check out this girl. She's this. She's that. She's got hardly any of this on. She's got. She's wearing this." She. Oh no. Basically, they described Stevie Nicks, but my mother was not Stevie Nicks. I promise. <laughs> um, but then mm-hmm. this person started singing to where I could hear her. Oh no! And my doubles partner looked up at me and went, "Hey, Pila, isn't that your mom?" <laughs> <laughs> and and oh, no. the guys that were making all these comments. Oh no! So I guess that she could have, yeah, been the first person that everybody wanted to comment on on the tennis <laughs> thing, I but I poked my head around and went, ah, that's my mom. Hey, mom. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, you know, I mean, gosh. I didn't have to pay to get in. I, I went to, I got a, I got a good meal. I got to listen to my mom through a great sound system instead of in our basement. It was great. Wow. That's see, what awesome. else? I, <laughs> so I, know, I know that you're an amateur home brewer.
0: Oh, Yeah. We,
2: i are, am getting you, there
1: you and, you and Biggin have that in common so. I We tried
2: I, yeah. I am getting there i'm trying desperately to when we were in college we did a lot of home brewing um it started we watched an episode of mash and wanted to know if their still would actually work if we made something like it <laughs> and we modified a few of the things and came out with a great still from that i, I don't know what anything tasted like i know it's gonna sound terrible because i Made I cooked it, but I, I never tasted it because I was afraid that the alcohol would either slow me down from studying or slow me down from going to a tournament or something, and I needed both desperately to stay in school. So, <laughs> I, I made all the alcohol they wanted. Um, we had it was a fraternity. We had people donating refrigerators to us, so we drilled holes in the side of refrigerators <laughs> and turned entire refrigerators into one massive uh, brewing facility to cool the beer. <laughs> oh my God. <gosh>. Um, <laughs> but that was so
0: it's like breaking bad basically that (laughs) was (laughs) years
2: ago and now i'm trying to do just small batch things and come up with really cool almost prissy flavors i guess (laughs) prissy flavors
0: (laughs) using rose buds in that again stop it
2: fairy feathers (laughs) you know know, everybody's beer is beer but then you know that orange chocolate tasted really good
0: (laughs) (laughs) as long as you don't do anything pumpkin we might be all right (laughs) please please
2: no (laughs) my wife is very excited about a pumpkin beer
0: uh, oh, geez. I'm sure. <laughs> Going back to one of the questions that we ask all of our guests is what's your uh, spirit food? So, if there's a food that you can identify with the most, like what food would it be?
2: That sounds painful. Does it have to be a specific cut or just a critter?
0: No, just the critter. You can say critter.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll go venison.
0: All right. So, a big venison fan? I,
2: I, I spend as much time outdoors as I possibly can and being indoors with the practice and being indoors teaching classes. Um, if we have a chance to go outside or even have classes outside, um, hmm. I'm, I'm there.
0: I actually shot my first deer last year. Oh, so, okay, okay. did you? I what still, kind of camera? Um, it was a Nikon. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, please. <laughs> no.
0: I, and so I, we harvested it, and I've got a whole bunch of it in my freezer that I still haven't ate yet.
2: That's so awesome. To, uh, how early did you have to get up?
0: Uh, I got, it's like five, I think, so it wasn't that bad. But we stayed all day. Mm-hmm. And then I finally shot it at, like, 6 at night.
1: I'm oh, like, wow. Oh, that was well, this part of his experience, oh, yeah. too, being out yeah, there. Yeah, I was and, really
0: thankful yeah. for my father-in-law to let me shoot in his, his land, his camp, and deer lease. And
1: we had a great time. Yeah.
0: But, uh, hey, that was a long day.
1: How many points was it?
0: Uh, it was a, I don't think a I button? A button legally button? should have shot that one.
2: I'll say that. <laughs> well, it, the spots were almost gone, right? It was almost gone, yeah. <laughs> it really,
1: come to think, of it really wasn't a deer. <laughs>
0: It was a giant porcupine
1: <laughs> uh. Uh. jeez uh, so yeah well c j we appreciate you we appreciate you coming on, and hopefully uh someone hears this, and maybe we'll seek out some uh some chiropractic advice or hey take a- taekwondo lesson there you go but um yeah if you if you guys have any other questions or we want to direct to CJ, please uh email us. Um, or send us a message on Facebook or mm. Twitter or Instagram or however else carrier pigeon, yeah smoke signal landline. but um <laughs> <landline>. <laughs> but we appreciate you guys listening uh please tune in next time. Um, please go to iTunes, Google Play or Stitcher, and subscribe and give us a rating or review and uh that's how we keep moving up into the podcasting world, mm-hmm. and our reign shall begin. We anyway, appreciate you guys coming in and listening, and we'll see you next show. And as always, we keep it rolling. Bishop Bullwinkle, probably would like this story right here. <laughs> Ready?